Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine, and then loop up and get on top. holds like a, a like big theater of a magic around. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, treasured podcast listeners. Treasured. Yeah. We haven't used that word before. No. The the dog's licking the microphone. He he likes the listeners too. He wants to talk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How's your day, buddy? Rough? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Are they working on the woof? (laughs) Sorry. Uh Barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, Yeah, so... Uh, we just got a, a lovely message from two of our very close friends and listeners, and they sent us a picture of them playing Magic the Gathering, and I'm uh-huh. very jealous Are because you jealous? she looks fucking hot. And mm-hmm. I think there's, I don't know, there's, I still have that that thing where I'm basically a 14 year old boy at heart, and there's nothing sexier than a lady who likes geeky things or like a guy that likes more feminine things. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of. Like gender juxt- bending, gender bending yeah. juxtaposition of things that we aren't, we don't see a lot of in media, right? Yeah. Those yeah. are my people. Just, I love it. So welcome back to another week here by the by. Sorry. Yeah. Listen to me ramble <laughs> right as we start. I think that's going to be a, a theme for the night maybe, isn't uh, it? You know, I just, I'm, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. To ramble and failing. or not to ramble? That is the question. <laughs> Whether it is nobler to have something to say or to just pontificate and go about your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll shake yeah. my spear at you. Ooh, please do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Um, it's another week of lockdown. Um, yeah. One week more. I think we're going to be here for a very long time. One month more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, much like Javert, I am about to throw myself off of a bridge um, into the river below. But I mean, like I can swim. I don't know what his problem was. <laughs> Pollution. I don't. Know. What's? I don't know, remember which which uh, river it was. Anyway, uh, yeah, at least I can sing better than Russell Crowe. Oh, yeah. the gauntlet's been thrown. I can also throw my phone better. The phone has been thrown. There's like there's like eight people out there who got that joke. <laughs> really good joke, though. Trust me. <laughs> um, look, things are going on. Um, this uh, coming up really soon is the erotic ball. Uh, September fourth. So this weekend. So yeah. So this weekend. So like I said, really soon. Uh, so yeah. Uh, very jealous of all the folks up north who mm-hmm. are going to uh, go to that and 
and enjoy it and have their fun and be all sexy and yeah. cool. We do have a Discord uh, person, a patron, yes. who is going, and they are going to come on afterwards and talk about it with us. Very excited for that. So that way we can all live vicariously through them. Yes. Mm. Hmm. I reckon I'm going to be really excited to know what's going on up there. <laughs> so yeah, because we don't do anything. Uh, yeah, that's basically all that's uh, yeah all that's going on. Yeah. Pride 2023 in uh, in Sydney. In Sydney. Hopefully we're not still in February lockdown. <laughs> of uh, 2023. That'll be great. Yeah. We'll love it. Mm-hmm. If anybody's coming down, let us know. Coming down, coming over, coming up. Yes, yeah. I really, I really, I'm very excited for that. Mm. Um, I don't really know what to expect. I probably should take some days off of work. It might just take a week off or something. A couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we'll see. I think how it that's goes. legit. That yeah, seems fair. Yeah. It's a good reason. Good excuse. Make sure I have all my shots and whatnot. Yeah. I'm a little warm before we start tonight's podcast. I'm gonna take off my hoodie. I would love to say that he had nothing on underneath that. However, he has a t-shirt on. I didn't say I was that so warm. <laughs> I didn't say I was like hot. <laughs> um, yes. So uh, I'm ready. To, I thought it was going to be cold, but mm-hmm. now I'm not. So there you go. Zip. You're just a mess. I am a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else that you want to tell people? And No. Like all the not, sexy things. Not really. That's about all that's going on other than Life on the Swing Set takes desire in November. But from what we've heard, that's sold out. Yes. So if you're interested, you have to get on the list for next year. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like after this year, I don't think they start it till afterwards, but yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. But it's like immediately after. So yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. So be prepared. So be prepared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's all there is. Um, so we were talking about what we were going to talk about in talking tonight. What were you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> I don't know, Angela. Uh, well, that kind of sounds like Lawrence right there. Mm, I miss Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, um, one day we'll have him back. One day. Um, I've done enough lame is. Yes, yes. But anyway, uh, we had a message that recently came over Instagram. Okay. And so I really loved the way this person, like I loved the honesty, which was uh, I stumbled across you guys while Googling something. <laughs> That's fair enough. And then there was like that winky face. And um, now like all I'm wondering is like, I wonder what they were Googling. You didn't ask? No, because I I was like, I don't know. It was Saturday at 11 when I was responding and I wasn't really thinking. But anyway, I just love the, I stumbled across you guys while Googling something. Uh, Wondered if you would be happy to answer a few questions. Help me figure out some bits. And I was like, yes. I might help them figure out some bits. I'm happy to help you figure out things like sure i like i know but i don't so i'll try to act like i know you know yeah no yeah no okay so it's a very long message in fact it's two relatively long messages so do you want me to read through the whole thing and then let's break it down or should we just break it down as we go along read through the whole thing and then we'll break it down because there could be a different perspective depending on what it all entails that's fair enough all right so sit back Make sure your tray table is in an upright position and keep all your hands and arms and other appendages inside the car at all time. So my husband and I have been together over 10 years, married for two. 
Before we got together, we had both explored with people of the same sex. After being together a few months, we told each other this, which I'm not going to lie, was a turn-on for both. Soon after, we arranged to meet up with a guy. That was fine. It was more about me wanting my husband to explore further than me wanting another man. Anyhow, over the years, we have gone through phases of talking about our fantasies during sex, been to some gay clubs, etc., but we've never done anything more. However, it really turns me on the thought of him being with another man sexually. I hope that doesn't sound odd. But I can't stop thinking about him being with another guy, although I want to be present when it happens. Yesterday, I spoke with him about us opening ourselves up with men for him, women for me, although he's happy for me to be involved with guys too. But I'm not wanting him to explore with other women, which he isn't interested in anyway. So basically, I wondered if you could give me some advice slash wisdom. We are happily married and have a great sex life, so this isn't to fill any gaps, if that makes sense. How do you guys work it? I work it by unzipping my shirt and <laughs> twisting and like twerking. That's how I, I, I don't work it, baby. I twerk it. Oh, God. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so. Hi. There you go. So that's, that's, that's it. And I knew that. Um, that That's a good message. It's a good message. It's a, some great questions. Of course, we have opinions. I have lots uh-huh. of opinions. Um, I always have lots of opinions. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot to kind of dissect here. Okay. Do you want to start off? Um, No, I'm going to let you start off. Okay. Okay. So let me first start by paraphrasing or or saying what I heard. Ooh, that's always wise. To see if it's correct. Yes. Okay. So they've been together for a very long time, married for a shorter time, but you know, they're basically in a committed relationship. Yes. Good sex life, no issues there. Uh, They... I don't recall if they explored with other people of the same sex before, yes. but they at least were interested. Yeah, they explored. Okay, cool. Yeah. Both before, uh, before we got together, we had both explored with people of the same sex. Right. Okay. And so there's definitely interest there. It sounds like they have not since they've been together because they've probably been monogamous is my assumption. Uh, so now they are wanting to open things up. It sounds like it's coming more from her. And what had they done to explore thus far? Uh, so there's a bit in there I don't remember. After being together a few months, we told each other. They told each other about the the playing with other people. Uh, soon after, they arranged to meet up with a guy, and that was fine. It was more about her wanting to watch her husband explore men rather than wanting another man. So that was. After a few months, after a few months of their yeah. relationship, I'm a, I don't know either their relationship or being married. Does, but I don't think that really matters. Well, I'm just trying to get an idea of time frame because I'm yeah. thinking... Does that does that matter? Maybe because it depends on how recent it was to me in that okay. if it was very recent, then you kind of have a springboard to launch off the rest of everything else from. Otherwise, you kind of have to go back and I'm not going to say remind yourself, but maybe start back with that springboard. So uh, she did say, anyhow, over the years, we have gone through phases of talking about our fantasies during sex. Okay been to some gay clubs, etc., but never done anything more. So it sounds like that was yeah. only in the beginning. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I obviously it sounds like they have a good, healthy relationship and a lot of communication around it if they very much talk about it. Uh, but if they're wanting to explore 
with, you know, him with other men and then her with other women, it's going to be difficult. Obviously, it's going to be very difficult to do it together. It's the, I mean, like, you know, at the same time, kind of right, like right. to find a couple that wants the exact same thing. That's going to be very difficult, uh, if not near impossible. So, yeah, I guess it sounds like it's more her pushing for him to explore with other guys, first and foremost above her with women. Uh, but she does say she wants to be there because she wants to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and I know from watching you with other guys and watching you interact, finding guys, that's also going to be difficult because a lot of guys who want to play with guys tend to be more towards the gay side of the spectrum than the bisexual side of the spectrum. And many of them are scared to have a woman in the room at the same time. That's right. Your <laughs> vaginas are terrifying. They are. They're ter- big, just terrible monsters. Uh, so that's going to be difficult. Uh, I mean, honestly, not knowing where they live, if they're near any clubs, but if they can find any clubs that do something, I'm going to say similar to like the pendulum parties where they have a time where it's, you know, more geared towards bisexual play, that that might be a way to introduce yourselves and to find some other people who are interested in similar types of things. Otherwise, online dating sites and apps, there's going to be a lot, lot, lot to call through. You're also going to get rejected a lot because of this. Um, it's not going to be an easy scenario. I don't feel like, no, but it's not impossible. It's definitely not impossible. Um, so, and it does sound like they're at least willing to be upfront and honest with, you know, if they're, if they're honest with whoever they're talking to, then that'll either weed out or pull people in faster. So it's interesting the way we go about solving problems, uh, and I'm calling this a problem. I, you know, I think this is a good problem to have, but you know, dealing with situations, it's a situation, right? And so the, I, I think it's interesting because like the first, the first thing that I, you know, want to know, and these are questions that I feel like I, even if I knew the answer to it, didn't matter. Like, mm. right. The, this couple needs to know the answers to it. Okay. And the first question is why, why do we want to do this? Why does, why does she want to see her husband playing with another fella? Um, why does she want to play with another lady? If is it just um, is it just the bisexual exploration, which is great? Uh, is it a uh, for her watching her husband play with somebody? Is it a fetishization? Fetishization? Is she fetishizing? <laughs> so easy for me to say, right? Um, which in some situations is okay, in other situations isn't, right? So to to turn people into a fetish is not the best thing unless they know about it and they're, you know, consenting to it. Like you can fetishize me all you want. <laughs> uh, but you know, that's a, it's a good question, right? Make sure that where is this coming from? So what you're saying is to make sure that the intentions are good, right? Make sure that yeah. your intentions are good and make sure you know where those intentions are, are and mm-hmm. where they're coming from and where you hope they go. Uh, so one comment that always sticks with me and this is one of my bugbears and it's it's the fact that she's comfortable with him playing with other men, but not other women. Yeah, I picked up on that too. And so, just advice to this to this listener: um, be cautious of that because that means you value genders differently. That means that uh, another person, another man, isn't a threat to you, but another woman is a threat to you. And I found that that is something that you really have to look deep inside yourself and say, "Why is that?" Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, why would another woman be a threat, but another man's not? And like, honestly, it sounds like your husband's not really into under the women anyway, which is like, booyah, good for you. Um, but why would you, why would you have why that? The preference? Yeah, why yeah. the preference? Yeah. Um, just be cautious of that and cognizant and aware and kind of ask yourself that question. Um, yeah. And again, that's just something that I kind of, and I always, stuff like that does kind of bug me, but I also under, I do understand where it comes from. Yeah. I picked up on that and, and I do understand where it comes from because I think that's very much a, a societal norm kind of thing that, that really sticks with us. But at the same time, it's also a little offensive. Right. And, and it's like, and I, I'm, you know, just reading through this, I don't think this person is trying to be offensive no, at all. No, no, I don't think so. Um, but it is, you know, just be careful when with that, because suddenly you're starting to objectify the, the other person, mm. right? So if the person is just a toy, they're, they suddenly, they're, they're an object. We don't have to worry about feelings. We don't have to worry about the fact that they're a uh, human. They're just a plaything, And it it is something that, if that's the way it's going to go, my advice would be hire a sex worker. Yeah. Uh, and like, not to say that sex workers aren't people. They very much are people, but it's just a job. So they're just going to work and doing their thing. Uh, sometimes they're doing your thing. <laughs> but, you know, that's mm. it makes it easier. That would give her the opportunity to watch her husband with another guy and, again, like you said, it's, it's a job for the sex worker, so there's no threat to any long-term relationship anything like that and it does give them the opportunity to see if it's actually something that they're really interested in and want to pursue further it's also a sure thing because like i said before finding someone at a club or online is a lot 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 of work it's a lot of work and this is kind of a a sure thing that you know there's that this scenario is going to happen and you're going to get what you want and hopefully your husband gets what he wants out of it and then you can go away from this the situation and and talk about it and see what did you like what did you not like did you get what you wanted do you still want more now admittedly that does require you to live in a place where sex work is uh, legal or at Mm. least decriminalized Mm. so there's that there's that caveat so if if, or take a holiday to somewhere that is (laughs) go on vacation that's my advice come to australia when you can um so i think that that's the first thing. Mm. So if you don't, if, if that wouldn't, isn't the direction that you're going to go into other advice I would be, would go for is like you said, Angela, the, the apps. Mm -hmm. So if I was looking for a person of a specific gender to play with, if I'm a fella, I'm probably going to go to grinder just because it's easy. And it's also, again, not knowing where this person is, it's also a worldwide thing. Yeah. So you're, you know, no matter where you are, you're going to find somebody on Grinder, pretty much. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah. I can say, having traveled the U.S. and been in just the middle of fucking nowhere, hell, in Australia. Yeah. Um, I had a hookup with somebody that literally our closest, like, major airport was 10 hours away. So it can happen. You can you can have some really great hookups. Mm. The problem that you'll have is, like you mentioned, getting someone who will let you watch. Mm-hmm. Uh that's not impossible. It's not impossible. And it is easier to find someone who will let a woman watch than potentially join in. Because right. watching is obviously not as scary, but also, but some people just aren't comfortable with it. I mean, we've had that. Yeah. Where, you know, well, as soon as you bring it up, they're like, ah, no, done. Yeah. 
recently I had a, a guy block me because he was like all into me. And then I sent a picture of you pegging me and he was like, mm-hmm. nope, immediately block. Like no communication, just mm-hmm. block. And I thought, <laughs> that's kind of funny. At least I know now. But yeah. you, you were clothed. You were wearing a, a bra, yeah. but it wasn't like I was showing off anything of you, but mm. it was just clearly that you were uh, a lady. So the next advice I might have that I think would work is find an adult theater or adult bookstore or something like that, a place that has cubicles and glory holes, mm. because then you can both be in the room and you can have a glory hole experience. That gives your husband the opportunity to either have somebody go down on him or him go down on somebody and you're there watching, which, I mean, that could be fun, right? Yeah. And that's an interesting point because I'm curious what it is that she particularly, and it doesn't matter, but it's more curiosity, is that what she particularly wants to see in her husband's interaction with someone uh, you know, like what is there a particular act, a particular feel, a vibe or whatever? Like, what is it that she wants out of that experience? And what does he want out of that experience? True. Uh, yeah, because I mean, are you talking, you know, just a bit of sensual touch? Are you talking blowjobs? Are you talking like penetrative sex? You know, how far are you thinking? Yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of, there's a wide number of options, right? There's a lot of stuff that you can do, a lot of experiences that can be had. Mm. But I think that the, the benefit of, of going to a a bookstore and going into a cubicle together is you kind of get that best of both worlds of you're definitely objectifying somebody, but they're there to be objectified. So it's okay. Mm. Um, you know, if you go to a gay club, like I've been to a number of gay clubs where I end up dancing with somebody and making out with them. There's, rarely sex uh, unless you go into the bathrooms but like it's you know that's fun and freeing and but then you're seeing maybe a, a softer more emotional side because it, there is a certain this is such a weird thing to say but it, i don't think it's inaccurate there's such a difference of levels of intimacy for making out and kissing with somebody mm-hmm. rather than just like fucking them or giving them a blowjob which yeah. is such a weird thing to say i think there's more intimacy in kissing Oh, absolutely. I would agree. So bizarre. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. Um, And then also, again, to touch back, I skipped over um, to touch back on the app thing. Field is a good app. Mm -hmm. Uh, Field has a lot of singles that are um, ladies looking for ladies, fellas looking for fellas, and and everything in between. I would look at Field, F-W-E-L-D. Yeah, we found other couples on there and singles, but it it is kind of geared more towards creating threesomes, so couples and singles meeting up. It is, but not always. It's not exclusive. Right? And so, yeah. like, there's a number of I've I've come across pun intended a number of fellas on there who are homoflexible, where they want to play with me, but they don't mind if you're in the room. And they really, I mean, that's something that can be a lot of fun, and that gives you the ability to you're you're going to have a better chance of finding somebody. I think um, in that sort of situation, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So just another thing to touch on. So she, I'm quoting here, it turns, it really turns me on the thought of him being with another man sexually. Hope that doesn't sound odd. Girl, of course not. That does not sound odd at all. That sounds amazing. That sounds (laughs) compassionate and sweet and amazing. I absolutely love it. And I give it two thumbs up. That is awesome. That's not odd. Maybe spell check (laughs) changed awesome to odd, but that was your spell check's fault, not yours. And again, I would go back to what does sexually look like to her? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, are you both of them? Yeah. Are you, what, what level of intimacy are you looking at? Are you looking at, you know, oral, are you looking at penetrative sex? Who's the top? Who's the bottom? What, you know, what comfort level does her partner have with all of this? And again, so something else that's, that's said is, uh, I can't stop thinking about him being with another guy, although I want to be present when it happens. Watch gay porn together. Yeah. Like, there's something right there. Like, you, you're not physically watching him with another fella, mm-hmm. but you're watching him react to other fellas. And I think that there's something that can start, like, if you want to bro- broach this conversation and have these conversations, if he already knows that you already know that he likes... <laughs> I know, right? That he in, enjoys uh, men, then, then the the it would be an easy like let's just watch porn together. Let's find some hot gay porn and go after it. Maybe you want to try pegging, like that that gives you the penis. Some suddenly you've got this this literal drive to like fuck him. Um, I think that can be, that could be fun. And going back to watching porn together, if you are watching gay porn together, like you are seeing his reaction to it. And ultimately that's probably a lot of the turn on of watching him with another guy is his reaction and his enjoyment. And I mean, it's not the same when you're watching porn, of course, but you'll still get a lot of that. You'll still get a lot of that. Just maybe not to the, to the same levels, but it is a good introduction. I would think yeah um yeah so i think that that kind of like there's a there's a lot of things to think about uh hopefully we've given you some some insight as to how we would go about it this past weekend we were interviewed by uh the brilliant couple behind the date forever podcast and one of their questions was like how do you guys manage to keep it together uh, with the whole polyamory thing, with the open relationship thing. And basically I think it, it can all be distilled down to communication, mm-hmm. communication, communication, communication. We're in constant communication about what turns us on, about what we want, about what we need. And, and we manage to have these sometimes uncomfortable conversations and they're that, you know, I guess the the thing you you should think about is these little some of these conversations are going to be difficult and this with your partner some of these things are going to maybe crumble parts of your wall but they will not tear down the foundation because if you have a good solid communication foundation then the house that you're going to build around it will be absolutely fine you might have a couple of holes that you have to patch up every once in a while but realistically it's going to be a very strong structure that you can have a relationship with. And it sounds like they already have this nice, strong structure, but I would just reiterate that communication, 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 have these nice open, open a bottle of wine, drink it, then open another bottle of wine and then talk. Right. Yeah. It does sound like they have a very good, solid foundation. Uh, But again, like you mentioned earlier in this, it's a good thing to talk about what each of them sees the scenarios looking like, what do they want out of it? What's the motivation behind it? What, what would they consider a good outcome? What would can, you know, what would they still consider like, Oh, if this happened, I would kind of want a little bit more. Uh, But to really kind of dive into a lot of those what ifs and how does this look and how does this make us feel? And then where does that leave us afterwards? before really taking any steps into it. And so 
along that line, on our website, www.bythebye.com.au, we have some free worksheets that under the education tab that you can download and work on them together with your partner. So it might be as, the, so the idea is you print out two copies. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You both go to the other side of the house and you fill out these worksheets. And it'll be questions like, uh, kiss someone else. And it, you, you kind of rank it like of this gender of my gender of an opposite gender. Like how much do I want to do it? Do I want it done to me? Do I want to do it to somebody? And, and so I watch it. I want to watch it. I want to yeah. yeah. be watched. You, so it's, it's really sort of dissecting like as finely as possible. What, what your goals are, what do you want to see? What do you want to experience? Uh, and what don't you more importantly, and I think that once you complete the worksheets, you then come back together, open a third bottle of wine. By this point, you don't really care what's on the worksheets. And, <laughs> and you sort of compare them to one another and see like, okay, what do we share? What don't we share? And how can we find a middle ground? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And where do we start with it? Like, you know, it's also a bit of both figuring out what it is that you want individually and as a couple, but then also maybe ranking them a bit. It's like, okay, let's start with this and then, you know, work from there. Yeah. So. All right. Let's take a quick word from our sponsor and uh, we'll be right back. If you're looking for a new toy for your toy box or a new box for your box toys, something like that. I don't know. If you're looking for something else naughty to put inside yourself or put you in, then go to adamandeve.com. Adamandeve.com has all the awesome things that you can play with, with your mouth, with your fingers, with your hands, with your vaginas, with your anus. All the wonderful parts of your body are going to be covered by adamandeve.com. And you know what? They also have a huge range of lubes. Lubes are important, right? Spits, not lube. So go to adamandeve.com, throw some lubes and some toys in your basket. And when you check out, use the checkout code by the by that's b-y-t-h-e-b-i you will get an item at 50 percent off you'll get six videos on demand you'll get all these wonderful sex toys thrown into your box as a little surprise from them from us and most importantly you'll get free shipping that's adamandeve.com use the checkout code by the by b-y-t-h-e-b-i So hopefully, dear listener, dear question asker, hopefully the first part of this podcast really explained uh, or at least answered some of your questions uh, and and gave you more concerns. <laughs> Look, the, the point is just 
again, it goes back to the communication line. So just communicate, 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 talk to your partner, see like what they want, what they want to do, and then come up with a plan of attack and, and sort of go for it. Whether it's apps, whether it's sex swingers clubs, whether it's, uh, theaters and, and, and bookstores, uh, do sexy things together and sex, you know, that's, that's how, that's how I would start about it. Um, just be safe and, uh, like, yeah, be as safe as you can be for your relationship, whether that's, uh, condoms and, and, and birth control, or if you just want to do prep and, and regular STI checks, no judgment. Also, it sounds like you have a really good relationship already. So, Make sure that you're really aware of that and that you value that. And remember that no matter what you do with this, where you go with this, you still have that relationship. So you still have this amazing relationship with your partner. Yeah. So there you go. Awesome. Hopefully you grow and hopefully you do some exciting things and then hopefully you tell us about it. Yeah. We want to hear all the sexy things. You betcha. Because we can't do sexy things right now. <sighs> Just with one another. I mean, well, yes, with one another, but. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads us to our next topic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like we said, uh, we, we touched on this briefly uh, just a moment ago. This past weekend, we were interviewed by a lovely couple from the Date Forever podcast. And their premise, which is brilliant, is they had a lot of friends. They'd been married for a while and had a lot of friends that uh, had gotten married and then were starting to get divorced. And they were like, but why? And they found that uh, ultimately nobody knew how to, nobody had ever taught them how to have a, a good supportive long-term relationship. They only had to look at their parents and look at their uh, parents, friends and then media. And so they decided to start interviewing bunches of people to see how they keep the spark alive. Uh, it was a fucking blast. They are a brilliant brilliant couple they are so much more organized than we are god damn <laughs> um and it was just it was a lot of fun and it was it got angela and i thinking about where does our spark come from we've never actually thought about that no. uh we always well like for me at least i'm gonna speak for you I, I think but you know like i always was like i know what i don't want in a relationship but that was only after having multiple failed relationships Okay, so I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. Because you just said something that I was thinking about a bit the other day. Uh-oh. A failed relationship. Yes. So... Uh, so do you prefer unsuccessful? <laughs> I mean, are we playing the synonym game? No, 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 no. Not that at all. I mean, it, it okay. is a failed relationship because it was not successful. So, ipso facto, it's failed. However, <laughs> I think what happens to a lot of people, and, and I'll fully admit that it happened to me too, is that when you have a failed relationship, because we're brought up, many of us are brought up in a, a way that if you fail at something, you are a failure. I didn't say that. No, no, no. Okay. But, but that happens. Like, okay. and, and people think, yeah, yeah. think that, and they may not think that about you, but you think that about yourself. And some people think that about you. That's true. And that's fine. They can think that. Not but I'm about not, you. I'm not. I was going to say, but I'm not a failure. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> damn you, simple pronouns. No, but um, but it is, I will say that it, it did take me a bit to kind of get over that and think that, okay, just because I failed at this relationship does not mean that I am a failure. And it's just breaking that that linkage. And, and, you know, you're using the same word, but that doesn't, it's how you apply the word. Yeah. I mean, 
I guess I, I see what you're saying. I don't, I'm trying to decide if I ever thought I was a failure because I was a, because I was part of a failed relationship. Well, like now I do take full blame for like the cheating. Like, and I think at that time, like I was the reason I was the instigator. I was the catalyst for the relationship being a failure, but it does take two people to make a successful relationship. Equally. It takes two people to, to fail a relationship. It does. But also I got divorced married, divorced, again, all within a few years of each other. Right. And so having two failed relationships fairly close to each other, it was kind of like, okay, something's wrong with me. I'm doing something wrong. What do I need to do better? And it, and it is what do I need to do differently or whatever next time. But at the same time, I think at some level, I did internalize that a bit as to, okay, it's me. What do I need to change about myself? Fair enough. Because um, we do often say, like, if you have a friend that – like they keep breaking up with people and they're like, oh, these guys are doing this and all these guys are doing this and all these guys are doing this. And you're like, oh, honey, there's one thing that's in common. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. So I do get that. Yeah. But two is, I mean, but also an N of two is not nearly statistically relevant. But also that still doesn't mean that I'm a failure. It just means that those relationships failed. And what did I need to do different, you know, because of that yeah. or what was, did they have a commonality kind of thing? And so anyway, it just got Neither me thinking. of them were about- diabetic. That's what you need. You need yourself a diabetic fella. And they were monogamous as well. Oh, that too. But yeah. they are also not diabetic. <laughs> yeah. Working pancreas, nah, can't have you. <laughs> I, I have a shit pancreas. That's what that's what Angela likes about that, me. That's it. That's it. So yeah. So I think that that's a good distinction to make though for people out there. You know, when you're coming out of a relationship that just because that relationship failed doesn't mean that you are a failure for it. Yeah, I actually think that's that that is a very good point. But you know, and it's funny though. I mean, it's a sidetrack, and and I realize it's not the point of this. I know it's it's not, but it's still it's something to kind of look at because what's funny about this is, especially with your, I was in two failed relationships. You know, like, yes, you were commonality between them, but mm. I mean, again, I wear glasses. Did either of those fellows wear glasses? No. No. So maybe you need guys who are myopic. Ah, think about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I guess I'm being a bit of a shit, but also I'm also right. Is that we do we do have a tending uh, as humans to look at things like this and go, "Well, I was common between them," but at the same time, you can also look at other things mm. that were common between them and maybe not common with me. If you look at me as a successful relationship, now if our relationship fails, then it's you. Then, I'm, I'm, then I'm fucked or not fucked. I don't know. Just kidding. But, I'm kidding. No, and I don't think it's necessarily as much commonality as it is just internalizing it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I think, but what my point is, is that don't, you shouldn't internalize it. And no. I know now you know that. Yeah. But you shouldn't because you like, I don't know if you wouldn't internalize other things that way. I don't know because I mean, there's other things that, uh, yeah, I guess it depends. Because I just think of like other things that, I mean, fail. I'm a fucking scientist. A lot of things fail. Right, right. <laughs> True. And, and it, you know, and it can be at some point you're like, okay, something's wrong. Like, what do I do to fix it? And it can be very frustrating. And maybe it's not necessarily internalizing it, but it is just kind of like, it's, maybe it's just that frustration at it. And like, but I just want something to finally work for once. Yeah. You know? That's so interesting. And I love that you immediately draw it to science because I know how frustrating it is to have an experiment fail 
over and over or to write code. And every time you fix one bug, two bugs pop up. Like, and you and you really have to then go and attack it from a different angle and look at things from a different perspective, which I think also applies to relationships, right? Like if you if it doesn't work from one way, go at it from a different angle or look at it from a different perspective. Talking don't, to anal, right? Don't keep doing it the same way. Yes, add lube. <laughs> More lube. That's always the answer. <laughs> Just don't keep poking at it the same way. Poke at it a different way. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely, I'm not trying to... Uh, belittle what you're saying but so I do understand you don't have to agree it's fine no I do understand what you're saying but it it makes me kind of sad because I I look at you as like the I won't say the pinnacle scientist but like you you are very good about staying collected and focused on problems right so I feel like with that you should see that while there may be one or two ways to succeed especially in science, there's like a thousand ways to fail. Mm-hmm. So you should, I feel like, oh, Angela should be used to that. She's just like, all right, uh, another one bites the dust. I'm going to figure out how to make it work. Next time it's going to work. Yeah, but I think it's also different when you apply it to relationships because like we've talked about recently in the podcast is that you look at like the, the Disney stuff and it's like relationships aren't supposed to fail. You know, it's supposed to be these wonderful things. And whereas science, you're pretty much supposed to fail most of the time. And so I think there's a different level of expectation there. Um, And maybe there's, that's the problem. Maybe that right there is the problem. Maybe our problem is we expect relationships should succeed. And when in fact, I think the average relationship probably should fail. It should be like a science experiment. We're all just experiments. We're just bloated bags (laughs) of mostly water, just little chemistry kits. Like, but I I say that sort of in jest, but like how many friends have you had over your lifetime that you don't speak to anymore? Or how many, even worse, how many best friends do you have that they were your best friend, you told them everything, and now you don't speak to them? So, like, maybe relationships are meant to be temporary and fail. Just more fluid. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, we as a society bring this construct of marriage to where now you're stuck with this person and you have to breed them and you have to raise your herd with them. Did you them. say breed them? I did. <laughs> and you have to. <laughs> Breeding is non gendered, Angela. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, it's just also not typically used in regards to humans. Well, you don't watch the gay porn I well, watch. Well, fair enough. Okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you need to start watching the same porn I watch. Uh, but like, and then you raise your little herd with them. Like, mm. I think maybe that's the problem is we're setting up unrealistic expectations of what relationships can be, not mm. what they should be, but what they actually can be. Yeah. Like, but again, look, no. monogamy works for many people, mm. but I honestly think if we took the, like, I don't want to be the monogamy anarchist guy. Uh, and I think that people are starting to think that maybe I am, but I think if people were honest, like truly honest and like nobody knew what they were thinking, which nobody knows what you're thinking anyway. Uh, but if like, and they could just go into a confessional and tell the truth, I think if let's say a thousand people are monogamous and say they're happy to everyone, including themselves and their partner. If you dove down into that, I'm guessing 50% of them ain't. Yeah. Or, or, you know, they could be happy, but you know, if you gave them the opportunity to make out with this someone special, they probably would do that. Well, and that's the other thing is what makes you happy. So like if you're really dying for a drink 
I mean, we could give you water, but like water, water has everything you want, but Brondo has everything you need, right? It's got what plants crave. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. like the nice point, reference there, babe. Thanks. The <laughs> point, the point is, the point is like, yeah, you can have enough to make you happy, but happy isn't like everything else in the world. Happiness isn't a binary. Mm-mm. Um, there are levels of happiness. Once you're in the happiness gauge, how happy can you actually be? Also, it changes over time because we evolve. So our happiness and what makes us happy and what's going to take also evolves. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that it goes up or increases or whatever. I mean, it could, it just changes. Yeah, absolutely. It it changes because we change. It can't, it can't help it and we can't help it. But yeah. Anyway, so that's a, wow, we went off on a little tangent. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, so what keeps that spark alive? <laughs> <laughs> Where does your spark come from? Oh my god! Uh, like, I mean, I, I gotta be honest. My spark kind of it, like comes out of my boobs. It does. Yeah. Uh, they are um, electrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Only when I've got the gentleman hooked up to the uh, the neon wand. Uh, they are titillating. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, honestly, I, one of the things I think that for me that keeps our spark alive is that we can have these conversations where. Even if I am completely wrong, you still let me dig my hole and then you <laughs> you bury me in logic. And I'm like, oh, I kind of like it because the logic is warm and it's cuddly. And I'm like, okay, I will become a zombie of logic. Well, I think it's important to be able to have discussions. And while we do very often agree on many topics, there are some things we don't necessarily agree on. Or maybe we have a bit of a debate to come around and be like, oh yeah, actually we do agree on that, but we just didn't realize it. And I think being able to have that healthy debate and those healthy conversations with your partner, and I'm going to say even with friends, with other people around you, that's a good thing because we, you know, I don't know, it's one thing to like hear your opinion all the time. Like an echo chamber. Yeah, but it's also good to get the perspective of someone else and and hear them out and listen to them and say, okay, like I either agree or disagree, but you kind of figure out a little bit more why and to get the information. And, and there are times where, you know, we'll talk about something and one of us may be like, okay, actually, no, you're right. Yeah. And, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we still walk away and disagree, but it's still fun to have those healthy debates and those conversations. But I think the it is important to have those healthy debates and conversations. But you you have to, those debates have to be founded in something, some kind of fact. Yes. Um, looking at you, anti vaxxers, uh, like <laughs> I think there's there's a difference between an echo chamber and then tinfoil hat wearing loony bins. Um, yeah, cut those people out of your life. You don't need any of those people. Yeah. And if you are one of those people. Cut what you think loony bins are out of your life, and I trust that everyone around you will be happier. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, my God, anti-vaxxers. Yeah. Um, also, don't buy goop. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. See, this is, keeps the spark alive, right, Angela? It does. It does. I mean, that for me, that's it. Your puns. My your puns. puns and your witticism Thank and you. just how brilliant that mind works. Ugh, it, or doesn't. Half the time, uh, I feel like it's in a slug. It's the other half that it does yeah. work that I'm talking about. What other half? You just said half the time it doesn't. Oh, right. See, so right there. I'm in another half. I'm in the. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the first half right now. Uh, yeah, it's. Um, yeah, it's funny because like, I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things that uh, 
if I, I, it's hard for me to quantify what it actually is that I like about you. Like, not that, that there's like only one or two things, but I think that it's, it is like you are very much greater than the sum of your parts. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's really awesome. And like, I love your science mind, even though it frustrates me. I love <laughs> your, so let, I tell you, I think it can sort of be summed up with this. Um, recently we had, you know, everybody knows we moved. We have a storage cage downstairs and we had to buy a new lock. So we bought a new lock. We locked, we put all of our stuff in the storage cage, um, sands for like two or three little things. Then we locked it up and then we went to put the two or three little things in and lo and behold, we can't find the key. And so, so if anybody knows how to pick a lock out there, (laughs) let us know. (laughs) So we looked everywhere for this key and we are, 95% 95% certain that it was Angela who last had the key. Oh, I'm certain it was. So, right, because you're the only one that actually did the work of putting things <laughs> into the box. Anyway, not important. Uh, but one of the things I do love about you, again, it's part of this story. It's all these little things that I love about you, is you didn't really beat yourself up over it. You were clearly frustrated the first two days that we couldn't find the key. But after looking everywhere, you were like, oh, well, we don't got the key. What's the next solution? You didn't, like, you didn't just kind of fall into that quagmire of I lost the key, I lost the key, and now there's no solution, which is something that I feel like I would have done. I would have gotten overly emotional over a goddamn key, and (laughs) I would have been really depressed, and it would have really affected me. But the fact that you stay kind of upbeat about it, and you're like, all right, what can we do? So what do we do? We go to YouTube, (laughs) we find our lock, and we watch for literally an hour instructional videos on how to pick a goddamn lock with two paper clips. Yeah, we still because fail. because we think we're from the Italian job yeah. basically. Is is that's it. We were going to load everything in the back of a Mini Cooper and we were going to like drive out and do some tunnel driving. It was going to be great. Except we then spent I spent probably 20 30 minutes trying to unlock this thing and then we came back upstairs, watched another video and you said and this was one of the things I love. I'd like to give it a go. Like this is great. Like we're, we're failing completely. (laughs) And you're like, I, it's like some people would look at that and go, I don't want to try because I'm going to fail. Not because I might fail. I think we all knew that none of us were going to get into this, but it was like that we had the hope and like, that one in a million chance. Yeah. Like like it's going to work for us because it works so easily for the guy on TV who does it as his job but he's not a thief. It's weird. Um, And so we went back downstairs and you spent a good 10 minutes trying to unlock this thing. And the whole time it's just like, you have this look in your eyes, like it's both fierce determination and this undying hope. And like, you're going to get this lock opened. You didn't, but you had that look like it was, it was going to happen. And I think that that is something (laughs) else that I absolutely love about you is that like you, every problem Oh my God, I'm going to sound like my fucking manager. Every problem is also an opportunity. <laughs> God damn. I'm shoot myself now. That's <laughs> slap myself around. I'm not drinking nearly enough. Um, but yeah, but it's true. You're one of those rare people that looks at things like that. And I love that. Um, and then ultimately, once that failed, uh, we went back upstairs and was like, okay, let's email the, the superintendent, mm-hmm. see if they have locked. Um, bolt cutters and then also let's figure out if we need to get a a locksmith so it's like there's a solution we knew there was a solution but 
I think me, I would have still been like, I lost the key. Like, yes, but that's not going to get us into the storage cage. I know. I know. I know, I, I know that, but yeah. still. Yeah. Now, I would say that one of the things that drew me to you was... My lockpicking skills and the fact that you knew I would never break into a, a, a big museum <laughs> steal something. That's it. Yeah. I am not Thomas Crown. I didn't want you to... Just like break into my house. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I, I think it was just more your ability to let go, to have fun. And it doesn't like it just didn't really matter what was going on. You would just have fun regardless of the situation, the scenario, where we were, who we were with, what was going on. And and that ability to laugh, again, your sense of humor and just the ease with which you approach things and, and with which you approach people, I guess, more importantly, because it's so easy for people to be stuffy. And I know, I mean, I come off uptight a lot to people. and Intimidating. It's, you it, don't come off as uptight. People you know you're fun. Intimidating. They, they're just terrified of you. But it's nice to be around someone like you that you, t- you immediately feel comfortable around them. No one was ever going to be afraid of me. Yeah. But yeah, I just immediately feel comfortable with you. And it's like, and I, I can feel like I can let go and be myself. And I don't have to put up a front of any sort. Yeah. I mean, it's, I appreciate that because it's, um, I think anybody who is, um, I'm going to say lighthearted and, and people always say has a good sense of humor uh, or are actively funny. I'm going to say that many of us struggle, right? Cause it is a lot of it is an act and co- common to that is, or, or parallel to that, I should say is the fact that it makes you comfortable, makes me comfortable around you. And so that's something that, you know, I know that you're comfortable, you're safe. I can be this kind of goofy kind of um random idiot but i could also be a quiet and and more peaceful person as well it's a bit of like begets like yeah yeah Yeah. but it's nice it's nice to have that uh i can be crazy chaos and i can also be quiet and brooding well that was the other thing i'm basically batman (laughs) you are totally i've never seen me and batman in the same room together Uh, i'm batman uh uh but that was the other thing is that you know from very early on when we really first spent a lot of time together is there were silences and that was okay. Like it's a, it, you don't always have to be talking and always have to have noise going or have something to say. Like it, there can be silence and that's, that's important in a relationship, especially if you're looking, which we weren't, but if you're looking at a long-term relationship, <laughs> chances are one person's not going to be talking all the fucking time. Yeah. One or the other of you. And, and it is interesting because I would assume that like 99% of the people out there are like, oh my God, these people never shut up. I'd hate to stay with them. And it's what's so funny is like you and I will sit and I, I might be playing video games and you might be on the computer. And like the only person that we talk to for an hour is the dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we'll both talk to the dog, but now they want to speak to one another. And then it's like one of us will stand up, oh, do you want something to drink? Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, then we'll have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it, we do have these quiet, peaceful moments that are just delightful and, and, and great. But yeah. I think important. I think they're vastly important. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm an only child. I need, I need to have my space. Yeah. I just, you know, sometimes get tired of people. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> and I need my space. And contrary to popular <laughs> belief, I'm people. <laughs> awesome um 
I'm not sure that's where we meant to go, but yeah, it's where we went. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's uh, so, yeah. It's what you get for today. <laughs> what you get for today. So if you have uh, questions that you would like to ask us, uh, if you want the quick way and get immediate answers from our little hive mind, join us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. Then once you support us, you will get a link to our discord chat and all of our wonderful people on the discord chat, whether it's what am I going to wear or how do I get uh, the sex drugs or like Cialis and Viagra or, or, you know, what should I paint next? All the answers will be there from our brilliant hive mind that we love very much. Find us on uh, Instagram, on Twitter and on Facebook. We are at by the by podcast. Email us, theadamsoflove at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, once uh, once we get going back out, come have a drink with us. It sounds it sounds nice. Yeah. I just want to go outside and have a drink uh-huh. standing up. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Thanks, guys. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.